Hello and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stern. Here with Lisa Stearns. We're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day. Welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Today the title of our podcast is Help Me Please, and we're going to talk about the pitfalls and rewards and challenges of asking for help. It's something that uh, really is good for anybody's mental health to learn how to ask for help, and um, I'm going to ask Lisa to talk about why it's so important, because when we were discussing this yesterday, I realized I was so frightened of this topic (laughs) that perhaps I didn't want to talk about it. So help me, please, Lisa. Bail me out here, and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Uh, so the reason I wanted to talk about it was it came up during uh, my book. I'm in the I'm in the pre-book launch phase, and just recognizing that launching this book is going to require a great deal of help, and that it is going to ask me to reach out to people. And what I, in my mind, my immediate mind was put them on the spot and demand, um, sure. you know, their assistance and. Um, And that immediately brought up anxiety over asking people to help. And is it, you know, inconvenient for them? Am I putting them out? All all the things that come up, fear of of, uh, being turned down or whatever, whatever it is. There's a lot of things that come up, I think, around asking people for help. And uh, so in in thinking about asking Mm -hmm. for help, Mm -hmm. I came to four major realizations. The first you, is... You systematized it as, <laughs> yes. as you just usually do. So, okay, go ahead. I do the same thing. Does it, does it, is it an acronym? <laughs> it's not okay. an acronym. What are the four things? Okay. Um, hopefully I can remember all four. So um, the first one is that um, I can ask for help, but okay. it in no way is any measure of how lovable or likable I am if someone says no. Okay. Okay. Um, it also is not a measure of how deep or cherished my relationship is with that person. Okay. If they say okay. no. Um, and there was another one in there that I'm not sure I can remember. So that was kind of the first thing was. So how are you with that? If somebody does say no, are you able to keep those in mind and not get sucked into? They said, no, they must not like me or, or something um, like that. I would say in the past, uh-huh. those would have okay. run through my mind. Sure. I don't know that I'm at that place gotcha. now. Well, yeah, and I know just asking for help is, uh, you know, just at the root of a lot of people's social anxiety yes. or just ability to, you know, to navigate life or right. to really get things done and accomplish things. Because right. to accomplish anything big, you need people's right. help. Right, right. And you need to be able to re- reach out and do that. And, and there uh, is that fear of what tough. if they say no? Sure. You know, what if they say no? Well, and I just watched an episode of The Sopranos, and Uh uh, Tony Soprano's wife is leaning over the fence asking the neighbor, like, Uh I I really need a favor from you. Could Uh you write a letter of recommendation (laughs) for my daughter to Georgetown? She's like, oh, no, I can't ask my sister to do that. And like, I really need you to do this favor. (laughs) You know, so, and it was very uncomfortable watching it. And so you don't want to be that person who's like demanding this favor with more and more intensity, with sort of an implied threat behind it. I think a lot of people, when they... When they go to ask for help, they feel like they are imposing and they are demanding, right. and so they don't want to be that person. Right. And so, I, you know, that's that's part of it too. It's not just the fear of somebody saying no; 
It's the fear of imposing on somebody Absolutely. Else. Yeah. And I think that might have been my, my, oh, my third okay. point in that first. In, in, in point gotcha. number one, that was number C. Yeah. And like, so what I have learned is I think there are times that it can be inappropriate to ask. So, for example, oh. if someone's just died, you know, you don't right. go up to somebody. I mean, if they've had a family sure. member that died, you don't go up and ask them a favor, you know, when somebody's family member right. has died sure. or something like that. So that's an obvious timing. Like, timing. timing is an obvious, you know, piece that plays into this. But for me, I was putting out like kind of like a mass request. Oh, you sure. know, I was at a social meeting and so I just, you know, said, I would love anybody that wants to help, right. that kind of thing. And what I have learned is, and this is this is from being on the other end, because I'm a person that uh, historically has said yes to everything. Sure. My lesson in that arena is that it is the receiver of the request's job to say no if they can't sure. handle it. Yeah. So it's not my job to take on whether it is mm -hmm. too much. Here, you know, this, I, we didn't talk about this yesterday in prepping for this, but it just occurred to me when you talk about when you put out a blanket request, right. um, to me that's almost relieving you of the, that burden that I talked yes, about. Yes, yes. And, and, and I've read some studies that say, you know, if you're looking for help, you know, ask somebody specifically. Right. Jane, okay. would you help okay. me? And then that, you know, you're, you're putting yourself out there, but right. Jane knows that you want the help from her. Okay. Because you're putting it out anonymously. You know, certainly some people will want to help, but yeah. a lot of people are like, ah, not my job. I don't have to worry about that. Right. And they sort of, I just sort of threw that into the mix as okay. part of that equation. Yeah. Well, that brings up my point number two, uh -huh. which point number two is I may put, I may ask five people mm -hmm. and only one person right. Right. or no people right. might say yes. And if that happens you refer to number one, which means that doesn't mean I'm not lovable. Right, it doesn't, right. mean, it exactly. doesn't mean that, yeah. that you, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, it basically just means that people are busy or they yeah. didn't see whatever it is or they weren't there or they forgot. You sure. know, everybody, we're, we're so tied into measuring ourselves yeah. by whether somebody says yes to us or uh -huh. not. And we forget that everybody else is just as busy as we are. Right, right, right. You know, so, so I think, you know, put it out there, yeah. whether it's one person or not. But... I think it's really, and we talked about the, the quid pro quo when we were right, having this right. discussion. I think it's really important to remember not to have an expectation. And that's the hard piece. Well, I know, and we were talking yesterday, you know, I think that implied, or maybe you just think there's an implied quid pro quo. Right. Um, either being asked or right. asking. Right. Um, you know, I, I use the example of the Godfather. Right. You don't want to, you don't want to ask somebody a favor <laughs> because in someday. They're going to ask you to do something someday, not now. I may ask you for a favor in return, you know, so you don't want that expectation. There right. Because like, well, I asked him for this and now he asked me to hide the, you know, the murder weapon. So <laughs> I don't want to do that. So I know. I'm for, never going to ask him I know anything. For many, for many guys, I think, it's part of the code. You know, somebody right. gives you a favor, you owe one in return. Right. And so you're afraid to ask the favor because the favor that's asked in return may be so big or so hor horrific right. that you don't want to have that obligation. But, okay. I, but I think that's, you know, something that is not a reality. Right. You know, unless you're in the mob. And I think it does tighten social bonding and relationships, just knowing that if I ask somebody, they'll help me. If, if, if they can. If they ask me, I'll, I'll help them if, if I, can. I can. Right, right, right. And I think that goes back to that boundary of if you if if they ask you to hide the murder weapon <laughs> or <laughs> no, whatever too, it is, you just say that's too you, much. Right, right, right. You have it, it, it's in your court to say whether you can handle that right, right now or not. Yeah. Um, and that's the hard piece. I think that's the hard piece. And I, from what you and I talked about, I think that's the area where you struggle 
because you don't like any kind of conflict or confrontation. So you don't want to have to say no to somebody. Right. So you'd rather just not have the situation at all. Yeah, and then uh, if I could just interject, you know, when we were talking about this topic yesterday, like this would be really good to talk about because yes. it really made me very uncomfortable right. just to talk about it. Because, you know, we were talking about in our relationship, you, you said you felt somewhat bad because I'm, you know, I'm always trying to help you, but yeah. I, I never ask right. for help. Right, I just, you don't ask I, for help. I pride myself on being as autonomous as I can, right. which does not you know, help cement a relationship. Right, right. And I, you know, I think, particularly for guys, you know, I think, you know, when you walk into a room, you're, you're not eyeing the women, you're eyeing the other guys. So okay. most guys are, I think, are biologically hardwired to worry about the hierarchy right. and worry about vulnerability with other guys. Right. And somehow asking for a favor or asking for right. help right. makes you very vulnerable. Right. It puts you down in the hierarchy. And so you're reluctant to do that. Right. And so it's, you know, it's something that's very, very scary for me. It, 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 I, would, I would rather ask a favor of, of, an, of a woman right. than a right. man. Right. You know, because that's somehow, at least in my head, deep down, if I ask a favor of a man, I put myself, you know, right. beneath him. Right. You know, because I'm asking the, the chief or the king or whatever, right. you know, Lord, grant me this boon right. so that I can do whatever I need to do. So. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think, um, you know, going back to your relationship point, which I think is so very important, I know a couple people who who are so giving and like you, oh. so giving, so kind with their time, always there, but they either don't ever ask or they won't let you help, and that makes a. I think what what in that situation, what you don't understand is you are taking away that other person's sure. part of being a part of that relationship. Right. They want to give and they want right because that makes help. us a relationship. Right. That makes our partnership. That makes our friendship. It it's part of friendship or or marriage or whatever to be 50-50, to be sure. giving and to be taking. So for and if, me, the lesson I take from this discussion is, you know, even if I de don't necessarily want help or need help, it it behooves our relationship for me to find things to ask you for help. Okay, yes, I can, I can yes. try that. <laughs> that sounds really uncomfortable, okay. but okay. <laughs> I don't want it to be something trivial. Well, it's something stupid. Like... Yeah, don't be coming up with stuff. <laughs> Yo, can you could find you... my bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think it's probably the areas where I least want help, which is where I need to most ask for help. Like, hey, I would, I would, would you review the first chapter of my right, book? <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> I'm going to know when it's a fake. I'm just going to say right out in the open here. <laughs> I don't, I don't want any boon requests. <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. No, no I, I, you know, but, I would say... But I have go ahead. trained myself to not need help. So it's going to be tough for a while. Of course. To find areas where I do genuinely need or want help. And, and, and in no way undermining your capabilities, because you are hugely capable and hugely autonomous, but you could use help sometimes. You could, we could all use that, that outside perspective. Uh -huh. We could all use that outside, relieve me of this one small task or support me sure. in this one area because I'm just feeling particularly down right now. Well, well, I know where I could use some help sometimes. Okay. Going back to one of our earlier episodes, do you okay. want me to listen, agree, okay. or advise? Okay. Sometimes I probably want some agreement. You lot of times want agreement. <laughs> I always want agree. So it's probably important for me to ask, I'm going to give you this. I don't want advice. I need agreement. Okay. Or I don't know. I'm just coming up. That, that, that's fine. That's fine. I would say when, and this would be part of the of the just one thing for you. Uh -huh. All right. I would say that when when you are doing something, sit with 
could I use an outside perspective on this? Could I right. use some support here? And if it feels uncomfortable, that's the time to ask me for help. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> or at least think about the fact that maybe it would be nice to have help. And maybe right. okay. maybe after a couple of months of recognizing, you know sure. what? That makes me uncomfortable. So maybe this would be a thing. Yeah. Further down the road, that may be something that you would able to ask for help. Gotcha. How's that sound? Uncomfortable. <laughs> You know, I think uh-huh. I think it would surprise people that asking for help is hard for me. Uh-huh. Um, and so, um, I, I I think some people ask for help easily. I would say I find women do not ask for help any right. easier than guys. Right. Sure. Um, I think we are givers of our time. We are not takers of uh-huh. other people's services and and kindness and giving. And I do think, just like you, I think it's important to. I remember when my mom died. Uh-huh. You know, when my mom died, it was it was. And this is the perfect example. Um, it was very lonely. It was very lonely mm-hmm. when my mom passed down in North Carolina. Right. That then I came home from being in that environment of everybody being together, the family uh-huh. being together and everybody doing the morning thing and you know all that stuff that you do when somebody passes. And then I came back all the way back up here and th- there's nothing, like nobody knows that my right. mom dies, nobody cares. Right. I'm, I'm not, not they didn't care, but it wasn't part of their life, it was my life. Well, and it wasn't, you didn't have an impact on the community that other people right. could be aware of what's right. going on. Right, and I didn't right. have that kind of community, like a church or whatever, right. where I'm always showing up and people are uh-huh. like, oh, you know, I know your mom passed. And I just was feeling very, very alone. And um, at first I was feeling sorry for myself and, you know, I went down the whole nobody mm-hmm. loves me thing. And then I thought, well, wait a minute, I have I know people that care. I know people right. that would come. And I sent out an email to like 25 people saying, you know what? I need a community right now. I need people here uh-huh. right now just to be with me. Mm-hmm. Nobody has to do anything. I just need people to be right. with me because right. I, I don't want to be alone. And I don't know, six, eight people showed up, you know? Great. I mean, yeah. but but that was not comfortable. Sure. But, but sitting with the feeling of being lonely and forgotten, which was not the case no. because obviously people cared when they put it out. Right. Everybody was great about it. So part of it is 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 definitely that vulnerability. Well, I think yeah, I think a couple things there. One, I think you have to recognize when you need help. Yes. You know, absolutely. And, and that's a skill that needs to be inculcated like anything else. Right. Right. Um, you know, because you think you're autonomous, you think you don't need help, but you you probably do. Right. And then um, you know, figure out you know how to go about asking for it. Is, right. Is, is, and is in all. your own be, way. Well, and because I think, you know, unless you are. Well, people are, number one, people are busy leading their own lives. Oh my gosh, yes. They're not going to know you need help. Right. Unless you ask for the help. Right. You know, you expect people, you know, I, you expect people to just like oh, read well, it I in heard, your right, eyes or, right. or like see the, I saw you weren't outside. Are you okay? Right. You know, that's right. not going to no, happen. No, You need to say, you know, my mom died. I'm very sad. Right. I could use some help. You know, would you like to go out to lunch or something right. like that? Right. It's, it's hard. It is. It's very hard. It's very hard. And, and I would say in the end... It does not make you vulnerable. I think it makes you stronger, and I sure. think it makes your relationship stronger. Well, because stronger. it's brave to ask the question. Absolutely. I think people recognize, wow, that uh, took, that some, took a lot of courage. Took some courage to ask for that. Right, yeah. right. I agree, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I, I do think it, and, and I would say in, in a situation much like yours, and even with like uh, mine, I was very, I made sure I asked specific people mm-hmm. that I was pretty sure right. did care about right. me. And so if they could show up, they would. Right. Um, and that's what I would encourage someone well, like I, you as well. And yes. I think, too, it's, you know, you, what, is, what is an appropriate thing to ask for? Right. You know, will you go out to lunch with me? Appropriate. Right. You know, will you come and, you know, like, cook meals for me for three weeks? Not appropriate. Not appropriate. <laughs> right. right. 
So there is a gauge there that I think you can work on. So. Yes, yes. So I think our time is coming to a close. Yes. Um, still an uncomfortable topic for me. So for me, the just one thing that I would urge those of you who are find it difficult to ask for help is just think of areas, particularly when it comes to your significant relationship. Yeah. You know, where can I ask for some help? That's that's legitimate. Or allow someone. Allow to help. somebody to help. Sure, mm-hmm. absolutely. So. And I would say it comes up a lot in our relationship. I will say, do you want help? Mm-hmm. So, so many of you may be asking sure. for help. So be aware that they are asking right. and pause in that moment yeah. and check in. You know, is this an opportunity right. that maybe Absolutely. I could open that door? Yeah, agree. All right. Awesome topic. Could yeah. talk about this a lot. Okay. So until next time, if you're looking for some health and fitness coaching, bradsterns.com. And if you're looking for goal setting, business coaching, and mindfulness coaching, lisasterns.com. This has been Just, Just One, One Thing. Thing.